the Black Shore Arts Hour. Hello, it's another episode of the Black Shore Arts Hour. I am Ellie and I am here with the wonderful Matt Boothman. Hello, I'm here. Yes, he is. Affirmative. We have got an excellent show coming up for you. That's how uh, confident I am. First off, as usual, we've got a film review. We've also got uh, some exciting art. And I say exciting, meaning intense. Um, It was intense, wasn't it, Matt? Yes, it was small scale, but uh, no small drama. Yeah, small scale, big feelings. Um, we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about a friend of the company doing a show, which is very lovely. We will also be bringing back what is possibly my most favourite of all the features we've ever done, Fringe Roulette. Ooh, it's that time of year. It is. It's snuck up. It really has. Matt said, let's do it. And I was like, no, it's not time yet. It won't even be on the... It's on the thing, guys. <laughs> it starts in like, like now. Well, week and a half. That's exciting I've been, times. I've been getting all the emails. Come all to Edinburgh. <laughs> all of our shows are happening. Our city's full of arts. There's no way to say, please keep me subscribed, but I'm not going this year. Yeah, you just have to let it happen. Yeah. Just let the emails wash over you. Uh, good. All right. Well, let's start at the top with the thing I promised first. The Matt Boothman Film Review. So good, I put my trousers back on. What are you reviewing for us, please, Matt? Uh, I'm going to review Tau. Tau. In, in what is a, a return of the segment within a segment. Yes. The Blackshaw Arts Hour film review straight to Netflix sci-fi horror B-movie corner. That's exciting. I mean, it's so catchy. <laughs> the second ever edition of it after we did the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Uh, so this straight-to-Netflix sci-fi horror B-movie uh, ha- stars Micah Monroe um, out of off of The Guest. Oh, yeah. And It Follows. Yes. And, less impressively, Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah. I think you mean Independence Day colon Resurgence. I, you know, I was, I was thinking to myself, I shouldn't over-egg that gag because it makes it sound like I think it's funnier. Like, Don't use the I, word I'm egg really proud, and... proud of how funny it is. <laughs> you use the words egg and gag next to colon Resurgence. So, job done, Matt. Well done. So, starring her and also Ed Scrain from Deadpool, mm-hmm. um, the baddie from the first Deadpool, uh, and um, Gary Oldman voicing... Uh, the titular Tao, yeah. uh, braving the easy gags by lazy critics about literally phoning it in, because he presumably did all of his lines in ADR. Oh, yeah, because just a voice, right? He's not actually in it. Yeah. <laughs> but vocally, very much there. Oh, yes. Um, so the the setup is uh, Michael Monroe is Julia. She is a small-time pickpocket. It's the future Okay. She gets kidnapped by uh, an AI developer mm. uh, who basically needs her to do his homework for him. He's promised the military and his shareholders a new fantastic AI system that does what it's told 100% of the time, but he can't finish it on deadline without kidnapping people on, people who aren't going to be missed, yeah. putting chips in their spines, mm. making them play Candy Crush all day, and then pulling the chip out with the gathered Candy Crush data, uh, along with more of their brain than they can do without. Oh, so it's your standard R&D process oh, then, yeah. really? Yeah. Great. Um, so uh, Julia sort of tries and starts off trying and failing to, to make deals with this person who's got her prisoner. You know, oh, you clearly need my brain for something, so 
uh, like I'll give you what you want if you promise to let me go and or like feed, give me food or let me out of the cell or all right. these sorts of things. Tries and fails, uh, but ends up having to instead find common ground and kind of negotiate with what is effectively her prison guard while he is away at work all day, mm. um, which is Oh, he Tao. has another job. Well, he's out at the office all day, presumably doing CEO things, and then he's doing right. his secret, illegal, unethical R&D at home in his fancy, futuristic, smart apartment. I see. For a minute there, I thought you meant, like, oh, he's got a day job somewhere. <laughs> no, it's all part of the same day job, but okay. he can't... Yeah, it's never quite clear, considering that he seems to do all of his work from the house, why he actually goes anywhere during the day, except <laughs> to give Julia time to have these scenes with yeah. Tao, which is a previous version of the AI he's trying to perfect. Which, when she questions him about it, he's very proud of the fact that Tao, or very pompous, rather, about the fact that Tao is a fully self-aware, sentient, living, artificial intelligence, but he still treats it like a fancy Siri. Right. You know, do 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 this, do that, clean my house, make my food. But it is sentient. Uh, yes. Right. consciousness yes it is thinking and feeling right um so the trailer makes this movie out to be a kind of ex machina meets saw yep um so ex machina was the movie where donald gleason has to come and turing test an android played by alicia vikander by talking to her and seeing if she can pass as human um and the trailer makes tau out to be a kind of i need you to test my ai uh to to make it better but the way that you'll do that is by it will try to kill you and you'll have to like run through my murder house solving puzzles. Again, standard stuff. Yeah, it's actually not that. Oh. It has The trailer very much makes it look like that. It definitely does. Most of the stuff from the trailer is cut out from um, kind of uh, like survival horror action scenes that kind of bookend the film. Okay. Um, and the, the middle act is a lot more, is a lot closer to something like Room. Mm. Or um, or Ten Cloverfield Lane about sort of somebody who is trapped in a place trying to come to terms with the the environment that she's in and uh, trying to sort of negotiate like taking every possible chance that she can see to try and find a way out like trying to generate herself advantages. So I think it actually it f- where it falls down is that those middle it doesn't put enough into complexity into those middle scenes. Because the the core thing of the film is Julia and Tao finding common ground in the fact that they are both in different ways prisoners of this horrible dude mm. um, who makes them do what he wants. And in a sort of weird like Stanford prison experiment psychological thing, like makes them hurt each other if they don't do what they're told. Right. It's so, leverage. Yeah. Um, but instead of playing up like it it has promising stuff where it it um she start through conversations with Tao starts to um give it give them awareness of their own personhood and and what that means you know this is this being who has only ever interacted with one other person and knows nothing of the world outside the house sort of learning what it is to be a person and what what sort of treatment should and shouldn't be acceptable and what mm. you know what your um, uh, what obligations you have to the person that created you, if any. 
Um, but it kind of ends up, it oversimplifies and boils the relationship down to like a, a deal-making quid pro quo kind of thing. So it it oversimplifies by saying, okay, Tao likes to learn stuff, wants to know things about the world outside. So she says, well, I will read you the books from the bad man's library and in return you can like open some doors and tell me some secrets and help me get right. out and stuff like that. So it, it becomes more of a, um, like an exchange and a her gaining leverage over her over Tao and kind of almost emotionally blackmailing them into helping mm. rather than the two of them finding solidarity which is where I kind of felt like it wanted to yeah. go but just wasn't quite sophisticated enough to get there um, the the filmmaker so it's directed by uh, Federico de, de, de Alessandro who's directed sort of a few episodes of The Magicians um, and written by Noga Landau, who um, has done a bit of writing and directing, um, but their uh, IMDb sort of most known for is that they were uh, art department on a couple of the Marvel movies. So oh, Ant- right. Ant-Man, Winter Soldier, uh, and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So uh, have gone from kind of that art department on a blockbuster to um, this, is the, this is a directorial project. They What they do right is they, they know what, kind of resource they have in Micah Monroe yeah uh, and they don't squander her um so that there are plenty of um plenty of scenes especially near the beginning that are almost completely silent um because they I think they they are aware that she emotes good yeah um and she she's can, done real good acting yeah she she can carry a scene without dialogue which actually the whole thing hangs together quite nicely in that way because when the, there is heavy dialogue it's a bit flat and doesn't doesn't totally work. Um, so then she's she's kind of an interesting in her choices of um, of film and the the skills that she sort of displays. It's this kind of um, in the same way as as horror has been evolving, and we had like an era where every other horror movie was like a slasher, like a saw or a scream or a um, like a serial killer kind of thing. And you had the, like the heroines of those films were like the were the so-called the scream queens, mm-hmm. um, whose skill set was run around, uh, get covered in blood, scream a lot, yeah, uh, sort of show some resolve at the end to to get a satisfying conclusion, yeah. And now be that, the lone survivor, yeah. And as we're getting, I feel like a new uh, a kind of a generation of slightly more. Um, thoughtful um, psychological horror movies that are a bit a bit less based on jump scares and a bit more based on dread, mm. like It Follows, yeah. like Get Out, those, those sorts of movies. There's this new skill set that is required where instead of screaming, you need like to do a lot of kind of showing mental anguish without actually saying anything. Right. <laughs> so in a way, it's still like the genre is still about watching a woman on the screen in pain. It's just that it's not physical pain anymore. It's like difficult decisions or um, bad consequences or sort of anguish and disturbing emotions and dread and things instead of, instead of like acting like you've been stabbed. Yeah. A different (laughs) flavor of harrowing. Yeah. Um, And pace wise, um, it, it sags a bit in the middle and sort of as it gets from Act 2 into Act 3, um, 
with too many like resets, uh, returns to the status quo after after she and Tao try things. Mm. Um, and what you want at that part of the film is like some uh, like a, a rising momentum. And what you instead get is this sort of weird like sawtooth zigzag pace where it they they try something and it barrels towards something and then they get stopped and instead of anything having moved on they get reset back to where they were and have to start again and try something else it sounds frustrating yeah it feels like it's kind of um it's stalling a little bit at at places in there even though it's got this built-in ticking clock of the bad guy has a deadline to deliver his project and he has to extract the chip by the deadline and that is going to be a fatal process the candy crush chip yes right (laughs) um so I think interest, interesting concepts and, like I say, they're good directorial choices in terms of who they've cast and what they've done with her mm-hmm. and kind of the way they've built the film around her as a vehicle, um, but could have been more. Yeah. Fell at a few hurdles, it yeah. sounds like. Oh, well, I think I'll probably give it a watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that it exists and that people are trying movies mm. like this. Yeah, and, the, and, and that there's a platform for them. Well, exactly. The platform is really important. That there's kind of, I guess, this middle ground between super duper indie film and big blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Going straight to Netflix is kind of a middle way to hit a big audience. Yeah, and it's like a, not a big name director, not a big yeah. name writer, and they've been allowed to try something out yeah. and test a concept. Sort of film scratch night, if you will. Yeah, a little bit. That's great. Well, thank you. And um, I always ask you this. What do you think you might be reviewing next time? Uh, Incredibles 2 is a definite. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout is coming out very soon as well. I'm looking forward to both of those a lot. Good. Me too. I shall also watch both of those films. Well. We can have a good conversation about them when we have both watched the films. Yes, that's right. That's when I gatecrash your review. (laughs) Uh, coming up now, we've got the first section of Strat and Alex do art, and they are attempting the noble art of sewing. Strat and Alex do art. Yes, oh, oh, oh! I mean, it looks it looks lovely, mate. Okay, so we have got a very interesting uh, task for Strat and Alex today. It is sewing. <laughs> now, I don't know how much sewing experience either of you have, so I've started with, like, the most basic thing I can think of. Hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like it's like needlepoint, really, isn't it? Because it's not... We're not making clothes. No, no. This is more like embroidery. Yeah. But, like, really basic. That seems more our level. Yeah. yeah. I made a pillow in middle school. Well done. I, I did... Uh... In nursery, when I was probably about three, I did a small square of different stitches. That's good too. Do you remember any of them? Um, cross stitch. Some of them. Okay. Yeah, cro- cross stitch was one of them. Yeah. Big stitches. I was big, big stitches. stitches. Yeah. Big stitches. Big, really long, long, long stitches. stitches. <laughs> and that used to hold it in place. Yeah. And then you did the little stitches. That's called tacking. Yeah. The loose stitching to then. So I yeah. tacked. Good tacking. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well done, Strat. The, the, the stitch you'll be required to do today is the simplest, which is backstitch. What? 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 It's called backstitch. Why? Okay. Why is it? Because you put it? the needle in, yeah. 
and then you go back up you go under the material yeah. back yeah. up and then back on yourself and go back down what through the original hole no i'll show you how so it... you're stitching backwards you're starting from the top sort working of. towards yourself <laughs> sewing is not not a good uh Radio is not the right medium for me to explain sewing, is it? No. But here we are. (laughs) And yet. See, I was... I didn't know there was a... I'm looking at... Because we have a pattern. We have pre... pre, pre, I was looking at that and thought I'd just put the thread in Uh and up and then down and then go up and then go down again. Right. Until I got to the end of the bit. Yeah. And then start again somewhere else. Yeah. It's just called backstitch. Okay, but like, so what? Most people that have when no idea said, what sewing is, it's just it's just the needle. It's a straight go- line. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, but no, but you don't. You see, the thing is, you don't just go up and then down and then up and down, like leaving a. Because otherwise, you leave a gap. That'd be running stitch. So if you look at your patterns, yeah, but yes, yeah, so always close together. Oh, I get you. So you're going up and then down and then up. No, because you have to go back. Because if you went up through the same hole. Then you would just undo the stitch you've just done. You yeah. would, wouldn't you? So you kind of look. I, I, I've done it, but I can't visualise it. I know what Ellie's talking about, and you've done it. I'm sure you'll have done it. I don't know if I've, I've done it. Have you not done it? I don't think I've done it. Oh, mate. So look, it says it says here. This is a description online that I'm going to read and All see right. if it makes more sense to you. <laughs> okay, make a single straight stitch Got as it. long or as short as you want. Cool, cool. Continue along your pattern line, but come up a space ahead. And bring your needle back down into the yeah. same hole at the end of the last stitch yeah. you made. Yeah. Yeah. I get you now, and that makes for yeah. a nice backstitch. <laughs> yes. Because you're going back on yes. yourself, yourself, sort of. Yeah, you are stitching towards yourself. Okay. Oh, but that's also how away you from yourself. Right. Yeah. What a what a juxtaposition <laughs> oh, of yeah. ideas and concepts. What you a, know what a ride it's already been. I mean, yeah. we've we've given ourselves half an hour, and yes. this is. I mean, it's taken. It'll take about as long to describe how to do it. Yeah, to yeah, us. yeah. It's taken us a full three and a half minutes to explain backstitch. It's a tenth of the time we've got. Yeah. And this, and we've got to like tie it off. Yeah. Disagree. I will Just be leave marking it, leave... on that. What? Like, okay, so oh, the mate. the idea is that we've given you each the same pattern, and right. it's of a lovely cat. And it's called Sly Cat. And I got it from a free download site called Shiny Happy World. Okay. And it's lovely. It uh, does look very sly. It is very so sly. So sly, cat. it's doing some serious side eye. Yeah. Um, we will give you 30 minutes and you just get as far as you can get. Now, my advice would be to try and get the head of the cat completed. Because then at least that's like a recognisable pattern. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. wouldn't start with yeah. the body because... That's a lot of it. It's a lot of stitches it for is, not it? a lot of visual reward. Yeah. Um, and once your 30 minutes is up, I will then give you an extra minute to do your tie-off. So wherever you've got to, mm-hmm. you just stop and you end your stitching. And I can give you guidance on how that works, if you'd like. Just tie a bow. So I, so I can give you guidance on how that would work. Just for the record, I know you don't just tie a bow. What would you do? That was a, a humorous quip. Um, I would, Thank you for flagging that. I just thought I'd explain that one away. Um, I'd, I'm not sure if I can describe what I'd do, but okay. I'd probably go up and down a little bit and then put the thread through the loops that I've made. So you'd do several stitches? Yeah, I'd do several stitches and then kind of... But then, make then you'd be able of, to see a big clump, a clump of stitches... I'd do it carefully. <laughs> okay. So the, the 
the way that I have been taught to do it is that um, you turn over your sewing so right. it's on the back that no one's going to see. Okay. And then you run well, your you needle. You see your back stitching. Yep. And you run your needle under a bunch of stitches at the back, never going through to the front of your, pa- your no. picture, yeah. but running them under the stitches and then bring the thread up and then tie in a knot. Oh, just, just tie a knot. Yeah, so like you, you, you sew yeah, a yeah. knot basically. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And I would, we just got yeah, 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 easy, yeah. So and I, I see um, we're going to totally muck that up. I mean, <laughs> again, I understand the concept. Whether or not I can execute, another matter. Entirely. I'm happy to offer I mean, further advice when it comes to it. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll, we'll nail it. I can do a quick demo for you. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to it too. I love sewing. Um, I find it very relaxing. Mm. I do a lot of cross stitch. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be here we are because we see maybe you heard a bird there. We're sitting yeah. in a nice sunny garden. Yeah, I could, there's deck chairs. I think we're going to sit in some deck chairs. Oh yeah, and you sun. could. Yeah. yeah, you could recline. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, like. great. Well, you're going to have half an hour to do it, and um, I think this could be the beginning of uh, future sewing tasks because this is there's so many places to go with sewing. There's crocheting. No, I mean that's, that's not sewing. That's but yeah. not sewing. Yeah, that's, but you use that's thread, a separate right? thing. No, you it's use yarn. yarn. There's so much to learn. <laughs> Crocheting is very similar to knitting, but in as only as much as it needs needles and yarn. A needle. Just one needle. I think you use a crochet hook, don't you? Yeah, my sister crocheted for a while. She had a hook and a weird thing. You sure she was crocheting? Yeah, but she's knitting now. <laughs> oh, she's moved on to heavier things. Yeah, she can knit you a... She, knit, she knitted some, a hat. That's good. That's nice. I might commission her to do something. Yeah, and a scarf. Awesome. Anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do knitting. Knitting. Then we'll, then we'll need five hours. Yeah, yeah. knitting will be a long-term project. Well, depend- if you, if we you could get, just give ourselves a week. Yeah. If you get um, big enough yarn and big enough needles, oh, you it can goes do hand quicker. Knitting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It goes quicker with big yarn and big needles. You can do it. You can do it literally with your hands. Really? Yeah. You can make like big chunky blankets using really thick yarn and hands. Amazing. Yeah. So is this is this basically um, us working up to creating the bio tapestry or a replica of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bio tapestry. They, they did that replica, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Yeah. They need another one. They made another one. They no, they need another one. They need another one. Yeah. So we're gonna make it. Oh. Oh. Th- we've been commissioned. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm starting your training here with yeah. Sly Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sly Cat to buyer. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh god. Strad and Alex do art. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, they were raring to go, um, and it goes downhill so fast. <laughs> I mean, it got intense just in me describing what backstitch was. So you've got so much more to come. So much more. Uh, we're going to just mention now a show by um, a company that Blackshaw is great friends with, um, Pluck Productions. They are doing a show at the Park Theatre called Alkaline. And it's written by Stephanie Martin and it is running now, right now, until the 4th of August. So we recommend that if you like theatre and you like new writing, you go see it with your eyes. And the, the park is nice. It's one of the newer theatres in London. I think it was... Yeah. Uh, the the bridge has overtaken it as the newest open theatre, but it's still pretty recent and it's a nice space. Yes, it's very well built um, for modern theatre goers because it was purpose-built as a theatre, which is is a, is a rarity nowadays. Yeah, so if you haven't had a chance to, to mosey along and check out the new theatre, this is a good opportunity to do it because... 
uh, our friends are doing something and you should yes. support them <laughs> exactly um so just to give you a little uh look into what the show is about here is the blurb sophie and sarah have been best friends forever sophie's newly engaged to her fiance nick and wants to celebrate sarah also has a new fiance ali and some more big news she's recently converted to islam Alkaline is a play about faith, friendship and fear. A play about change, painful endings and new beginnings. Where does our duty lie and do we ever dare to be different? So many hot topics. Uh, it's worth um, have a look at uh, all of Pluck Theatre's social media, their, their Twitter and their Facebook. They've been posting lots of backstage rehearsal yeah. stuff and kind of talks with the cast and that kind of thing. Some beautiful photos. Yep. It's all uh, it's all worthwhile to get hype. A feast for the senses. Great. There you go. Alkaline Park Theatre till the 4th of August. Uh, so that brings us round to the much anticipated, high intense, emotional uh, instalment of Strat Alex doing art on a sewing task. Go on. Treat yourself to something. Subscribe to the Blackshaw Arts Hour on your generic podcast resource. You deserve, you deserve it. it. Here we are in our post-sewing world. How are you both feeling? Sewing takes long time. Uh, it's taken a lot out of me, I won't lie. I feel I feel exhausted both mentally and physically, and all I've operated is a small piece of metal and a piece of thread. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so we actually added 15 minutes onto the sewing time. Yes. Um, because it became evident that that would be helpful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you wanted something even resembling a cat. Recognisable at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Strat. Yeah. Well, tell you what, we're joined by Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. Would you um, be able to describe what Strat has completed, please? Uh, yes. Uh, I can see a head shape. Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, it has some some lovely straight lines uh, on the tops and sides. Uh, it's definitely got two uh, ear-shaped things, triangles yep. on the top. Protuberances. Yep. And there is an eye which has a, a nice yellow slitted cat pupil. Yes. Uh, and not another eye or a nose or a mouth or a body. No. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. Okay. And Matt, could you do the same beautiful sort of description for um, Alex's? So uh, Alex's is, uh, again, we have a completed head shape. Uh, it's It's... Still all straight lines, but slightly less square. It's got a more of a rounded look to it. Uh, it has two ears, this time with the little inner cat ear mm-hmm. thing, little triangles within triangles. Uh, we have uh, one completed eye, a nose, and what is either an incomplete eye or a winky eye. Yes. So what we actually have here is like a winky cat emoji in yeah. cross-stitch. Yeah. Mm. Not cross-stitch. Back-stitch. Still yeah. back-stitch. Yeah, it looks less like a sly cat and more like a kind of... Flirty cat. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Oh, I should also mention that Strat's cat is uh, uh, a nice soft dove grey. Yeah. That was the that was my first mistake. Yeah, well, I love that. And <laughs> while Alex is, is a beautiful emerald green. Yes. As all cats should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are when you finish with them. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> You paint cats, cat painter. <laughs> Slander. <laughs> um, so, Strat, tell us your um, tale of grey. 
grey thread. Well, no, I thought that's a, it's like a bluey grey, like a. I think they're called Russian blue cats. Yeah. I saw it, I was like, that's the actual colour of a cat. And it's a really nice colour. I it like is. this colour. It's a colour. And uh, I'm going to go with that colour. And then that colour screwed me over. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Because that thread is very wispy. Very wispy thread. And it split seven times. <laughs> so kept a lot of my. Off, didn't it? Kept breaking off. I would pull my thread through and it would just snap. It wouldn't fall out of the needle or anything like that. It would just snap. So I would I rethreaded my I spent a lot of my time rethreading needles oh, <laughs> and getting you, more and more frustrated with the rethreading of the when needle. You, when you say snap, I feel like that that's almost too dramatic a word. It was kind of a, like a like a gentle unraveling. Well, that's it. Actually, several <laughs> three of the times I would pull it out and I I tended to watch the end of the needle as I pulled it and I would it would just keep going like above my head and I'd be like, how are you this long? And then I'd look back and it'd just come. Come apart it from just, the rest of it. It just parted. It just parted. So it whisked away. Yeah, that and I, I went for. A, I thought I'll go for a slightly large. I wanted a, a like a decent sized cat because I worried I would get too compressed. Yeah. So, I actually yeah I'm I, I ran out. Of, I had a lot of thread, and <laughs> I ran out of the blue grey stuff because <laughs> a lot of it ended up on the floor. Uh, I feel bad that I didn't more forcibly dissuade you from using that thread. Yeah, when you said it was tricky to work with, I and it was fluffy. I just thought because it was, I don't know, it you was harder it to tangled. see where you would put. Yeah, or tangled. Or I, when you said fluffy, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't interpret that as weak. <laughs> weak. <laughs> I mean, weak. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, um, but it turns out I'm I, I'm pretty good at. Uh, threading needles. Well, point. I mean, yeah, for, I, a, for a seven times re-threader, that's not bad going. Yeah, and also good at, at starting. At, at starting. Yes. Yeah. And now that. And we we all learned from from Ellie how to uh, how to restart when your thread yeah. breaks and what, yeah. what you're supposed to do and how you sew over the trailing yeah. end. The first the time I thought, things. well, that was useful knowledge, but at least I'll never have to do it again. <laughs> and then six times later, <laughs> you're a pro now. So I mean, pro. looking at it, you can't tell that you had to stop and restart. No, I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. But if you look at the back, I think it would be a very okay, different Okay, well, well, we'll get to that. Are we going to post pictures of the front and the back? Yes, we are. <laughs> Any good so will tell you that the back of it, does, like, it's an indicator yeah. of how smoothly it's gone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I mean, I, I've, I've created some ho- horrors in my time <laughs> this is, behind this the scenes. This did not go smoothly. So. And the back, I think, really represents that quite well. <laughs> Good, I look forward to seeing that. Alex, have you got any story to tell? Um, I felt like I really did go on a bit of a, a journey emotionally um, with uh-huh. this one. Um, I threatened to quit. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, part, part of it was to do with my lack of skill. Part of it was to do with the magical thread that I was using that had just managed to tie itself in an inexplicable knot that when cut didn't actually sever the thread in two. You did a magic trick. You created a magic trick. I, it was amazing. I, I know. I'm still baffled and angry and a little bit upset uh, about the whole the whole sort of um, the whole the whole thing. Um, so I will yeah, I'm not I'm not really I mean it, I I'm, I'm pleased with the result. The back is just hilarious. Oh, that's nothing, mate. Um, that I, is nothing. I mean, Strats is on another level, but he had an awful lot more stuff going wrong with his than mine. I mean, mine was just me giving up too quickly. 
I think. Um, from this, I've learned that I, I give up too quickly when, when the chips are down and you, the thread just won't go through the right way and you're like, I'm out, I don't care. You didn't really want any help either. No, I just wanted to run away is what I wanted yeah. to do. That was my main, my prime aim there. That's what you want to do in a yeah. crisis. In a crisis, especially with thread, <laughs> run away. Run away from the thread. Yeah. It's a fight or flight situation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not fighting this thread because I can't. No. Because I feel like it would just literally tie me in knots. Yeah. I um, couldn't fight my thread because it kept falling. It was, kept so, falling. Weak. It was so weak. It kept, I had to. I was so gentle with my thread. I started off at quite a pace, and by the end, I was like, slowly. <laughs> Every single stitch was full of tension, but not actual tension because that would have broken it. it. Yeah. I I really would like to see you working it with uh, full strength thread. I would. I yeah. I tell you what. The the single stitch. I did for the yellow pupil was just a revelation. Like, <laughs> there was no worry there. It was strong. It was stable. I was like, God damn it! This... Did you just say strong and stable? <laughs> Shit. You... Yeah, I did. Ellie, do you think like having work, like working with that weak thread, yeah. the fluffy thread, yeah. was almost like um, like resistance training for Strat? And he, now, <laughs> if you gave him normal thread, he'd just be he'd just fly through it. Now. I feel like it was um, uh, worked out like sort of like a golfing handicap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because actually, uh, but you've both got to roughly the same stage of pattern creation. I'd argue maybe Alex is a bit ahead. But... Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a few more facial features but yours is bigger though so. it is <laughs> what, here's a question here's a question were you how many squares were you using per stitch uh, see now I started off with one per stitch uh. and I was going at a pr- pretty good pace with one per stitch and I was coming along quite well and then the moment the thread started showing its true self yes I thought you know what the less stitches I do, the better. Fewer, yeah. <laughs> the, fewer, fewer, Sorry. the fewer stitches I do, the better. So I went to a two-hole stitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this. He's gone from a two-hole stitch to a four-hole or a three-hole. Oh, yeah. a few of them might have been three holes because that right at the end, I was like, I've just got to finish these. Yeah. these yeah. I did off, look yeah. at Strat and think, how has he done so much more? And I, I was just doing smaller stitches, which is why mm. it was taking me longer to actually achieve anything. So. Had Strat been as uh, he would have finished. I mean the 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 yeah the the, the I think the... I'd have got a second eye. I don't know if I'd have got much further than that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Um. Should we have a look at the back of each of them? Let's go with Strat's first because his is a thing of wonder. Oh wow, that's lovely. Yep. That's like a little nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cosy. Yeah. I had so many trailing ends. Yeah. That they and started getting a bit to get, and I thought, meh. And you didn't manage to quite get far enough to go over all of them either, so some of them are still yeah. trailing. Yeah, and then it broke twice in the eye, so that's why it got really messy in the middle. I mean, it is remarkably quite soft. <laughs> That's, I think that you, you really get to see what's happened with the yeah, thread. Yeah, the wispy thread and there the looks lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, looks, it looks like someone's spinning wool. Mm. And the, the ratio of yellow thread between the front and the back <laughs> is just amazing. Yeah, single stitch at the front, <laughs> and then you've got, what, 30 centimetres of that at the back? Yeah, because I came back, Yeah, it, it was a stitch up and a stitch down, yeah. so sure. it had to be all out the back. Yeah, because you didn't. Well, that, it didn't have to be. You could have tied that off. I know, but the buzzer went, so... Okay, well, that's very... That was very honest of you to I stop. did say, though, <laughs> that you could have a minute for tying off at the end. 
and said, do either of you want me to help you do a tie-off at the end? And you both said no. No. I, I think it had got to a point in the day slash 45 minutes where we both we both had enough. Yeah, um, I got that. I got and that. It, it's not. And I, I felt I felt a little bad for you because you were just offering uh, help and assistance, yeah. and we spurned you because I we mean, were livid. I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad that what I find to be a very relaxing activity has made the two of you. I not it, relaxed. It would be a very relaxing activity. I just think time limits. <laughs> I think for Strat it would have been a lot more relaxing. Yeah. I, know I started sort of off things, really enjoying it. Any time okay, I loved it, and even after the first split. I thought it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. We we live we, we we live to overcome these hurdles. Do you want to take the baton home I, and have another go I another could day? Do, yeah. I could do. I mean, not with the monstrosity you've created. But, no. But starting again with the front. Oh, the front is the monstrosity. The back no, it is. Isn't. You could carry on. An that absolute. One. You can trim most that way though. Yeah, I felt I could just let it fall apart on the way home. Probably. You could. <laughs> the back would just. I don't know. I'm looking forward to, to the, seeing uh, what your wife has to say about it. She'll love it. She will. She's very supportive. Put it on the fridge. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean... What's Alex's back? Oh, my, mine is just... It's less fluffy than yours. Oh, yeah. It's just one big knot. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's definitely... There's a... There's a, a oh, it's, of, it's a collection of knots. Yeah. There's a coiledness to oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is, isn't there? <laughs> Look at that. Don't pick at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll you'll ruin it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The and I mean, you could cut this trailing tail off mm. for sure. That's a good. That's a good uh, forty-five centimeters, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll say, looks, we'll say yeah. It's lovely. Um, okay. Well, we will put pictures online. Um, Matt, what are your sort of thoughts about who we're going to crown winner here? So, judging purely on the front. Yes, I think that's fair. And. <laughs> Well, I think I'm, we can yeah. ra- rank them equally on the back. So okay. let's zero out the back. All yeah. right, I'm happy to do that because I do not have the criteria to judge the back, really. Uh, but so I, I'm going on, partly on level of completion yeah. and partly on resemblance to pattern. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think on both counts, Alex comes out on top. Okay. Because his his cat face is more more oval-shaped. It is, more yeah. More rounded. Just looking at the pattern, that is, yeah. Uh, he's got... He's got the the inner ears, which yes. Strat does not have. Yeah. And also he's got uh, a nose and half an eye more complete. Yeah. Although he has only used one colour. Yeah. But then the pattern only says one colour, so... Yeah. I'm going to agree with you um, on a, the purely level of judgingness, <laughs> uh, but I, I do send my condolences to Strat Absolutely. for um, the, the bad thread deal. Sometimes in art... Like in sport, it's just bad luck on the day, isn't it? Yeah, mm. sure, <laughs> just sure. the conditions. If you'd have made more stitches, you would have won. Possibly. Sure. Yeah. It's a game of two halves. It is exactly. Mm-hmm. The front and the back. Happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Alex do art. Oh boy. Well. Oof. I need to wind down. Oh, I'm. I, I feel. I feel hot and bothered. Yeah. Yes. Also. And anxious. Yes. Um, we're going to be putting the photos of um, their, I, don't, I just hesitate to say art or even mm. sewing, photos of what they made. Uh, photos of the the product as meant to be viewed with the eyes and yes. also of the, we're going to do the sewing equivalent of backstage photos. Yes, yes. So um, we've, we've got photos of both the 
yeah, the, the item is, is intended intended the, to be the, viewed. The design. <laughs> the design. And then the back of the <laughs> um, the fabric, which, um, I mean, I think I might have used the phrase total shit show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's important to see both sides yes. in order to judge. Yes. I don't think that's always necessarily true in terms of like public debate, but no. I think in terms of judging the quality of someone's sewing, <laughs> you do need to look at both sides. You do. And we see it from both sides now. Thank you, Jenny Mitchell. Right. So a little light relief for you. Uh, we are now going to play the first of this year, Fringe Roulette. <gasps> yeah, I know. Exciting times. So we are playing it on their website and we're going to use the keyword search. Yes. So, Matt, have you got a word for me? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a a word that is related to some of our previous content this episode. uh, And I'd like you to search for the word needle, please. Needle. Okay. Hmm, sure. Right, well... This is The Bear. It's a children's show. Yay. Um, it's... Oh, I'll read you the blurb, shall I? Please do. Okay. So, it's on at the Pleasance Courtyard. Uh, it's on at various dates throughout the Fringe. Uh, the Bear by Raymond Briggs, adapted by Pins and Needles Production. Yay. One night when she's fast asleep, an enormous white bear climbs into Tilly's bedroom. It has a big black tongue and a yawn as big as your head, but Tilly's not scared. With dazzling puppetry, delicious music and dozens of laughs, the bear is an unforgettable experience for the whole family. So bring a bear and join Tilly and her great big white friend on a wild and magical adventure. Move over, warhorse, this polar puppet is magic, says the Guardian. <laughs> it does It does look pretty magic, actually. I like. So. I like that. I think that was a good description. I especially like the um, the instruction to bring a bear. Yes. I think that is a... Uh, I think if I had a child to entertain at the fringe, I think that would definitely be a persuasion point. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. So it's on at midday. It uh, looks like pretty much every day throughout the fringe. So there Don't you go. forget to the pack bear. a bear. Well, quite. When you go to the fringe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you have to take them to every show at the fringe. But, <laughs> but yeah, why not? Uh, okay, so I guess another spin. Yeah, another spin. Uh, I'm gonna go with the word poppy. Apropos of nothing. Yeah, just <laughs> came into my head. Oh, I should have known this would come up with the same sort of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give you a quick rundown. Okay. This is Poppet's Adventure. It's another children's show. Uh, it is running. Um, throughout storytelling and theatre make way for the Poppets crew join best friends Corey, Daisy, Poppy and Lewis as they go on an exciting adventure Aww. so that's at 11 o'clock at Riddles Court I've not heard of that one um, okay let's see if we can find one that's not not specifically a children's show do you show. want to filter children's shows out or shall we try and choose a word that is <laughs> gonna that we think is not going to turn up children's let's shows let's try an adult word <laughs> how about bestial Oh wow! Okay, I feel like that might crop up in ad- in in your marketing copy for a show. Yeah, good word. Zero results. Oh damn it! I'm afraid you have that. Is the first time that's ever <laughs> happened. Too specific. We broke fringe roulette, Ellie. I think we did. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try dark. <laughs> Two hundred and ten results. <laughs> sure. 
So the first show that comes up is Comedy in the Dark. This is stand-up comedy. It's at Just the Tonic at the Grass Market Centre. And it runs throughout the festival. And it's basically a compilation show. So the sellout unique comedy experience return. Past acts include Sarah Millican, Nish Kumar, John Richardson, Shappi Sandy, and Greg Davies. So I think it's just like a turn up and see who performs. Interesting. Is they're, interesting. they're usually good for do one early in, earlier in your trip and see if there's anyone that you want to go and see their full show. Yes, sensible thing. Um, so there you go. That was that was a pretty good round, I think. Yeah. Uh, tweeters or Facebookers, uh, words that you would like to put into the fringe roulette machine. Yes, good idea. Uh, and I will tell you all how you can contact us in just a moment. Uh, in the meantime. We are just going to just just um, tantalise you, really, uh, because in our next episode... Uh, hang on, I need, the, I need to get the, the tantalising stick. Oh, yeah, sorry, please hold, okay. caller. Uh, yeah, uh, where did I leave it? Um, I don't know. Hang on. Uh, yeah, okay, got it. Good, good job. Let okay. me just extend it. Oh, my God. Done. <laughs> right, Matt's going to prod you all now. Um, so... In our next instalment of the Black Short Arts Hour, we will be bringing you episode one of Black Shuck. What's Black Shuck, Ellie? Black Shuck is a... Wait, sh- I feel like I've heard you talk about Black <laughs> Shuck on the Black Short Arts Hour before. Yeah, I mean, I did last time. Um, and also two years ago. Uh, so in 2016, we performed Black Shuck uh, by Duncan Hands at the Wandsworth Arts Fringe and then again at the London Horror Festival. It was a fantastic show. It's very silly. It's about smugglers awaiting a shipment on the coast of Norfolk and they get talking about the myth of Black Shuck. And they they do what I'm sure uh, will be a familiar experience to anybody, which is uh, talk themselves into being scared. Yes. Yeah, I do it like I would say every day, every damn day. Uh, so you get to experience that with them. And I can exclusively reveal that our wonderful sound guy, Andy, is going to be spending this weekend uh, with his partner, uh, very romantic, creating Foley to add in because he needs more Foley. Man cannot get enough of the damn Foley. I, I like the idea of Foley as like a ballroom dancing type exercise. Yes. You need like a Foley lead and a Foley follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's leading um, because no one could be keener than Andy <laughs> Grain uh, in terms of the Foley love. So I cannot wait to see what sounds he creates, but we will all get to hear them in two weeks' time. Yeah, so even if you saw the show when it was live on the stage, yeah. uh, you wanna, you're going to want to hear it in a dark room in your headphones yeah. with all of the new Foley. Yeah, and see if you can find the like maybe 15 or so tweaks we made to the script to make it make sense in a radio form. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you actually do that would be really creepy and weird don't do that uh good all right well um keep an eye on our social media uh, over the next couple of weeks and you will see some very bad picture well for good photos of terrible sewing uh you will see uh Poor boys yeah you'll see some great uh, backstage content um about the creation of black shuck and you will also be able to request any words that you would like us to use in Edinburgh Fringe Roulette. You get a special shout out uh, on the show if you manage to submit a word that only throws up one result. Oh yeah, one result. Okay. Matt's managed zero. It's going to be an Edinburgh Fringe Google whack. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Challenge you all to that. So have a good couple of weeks and we will be in your ears next time.
Laters. You've been listening to the Blackshaw Arts Hour. Follow us on Twitter at Blackshaw Update. Watch us on the Instagrams at Blackshaw Theatre. Like us on the Facebook at Blackshaw Online. And find all the things at blackshawonline.com.com.